Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. No, you did not turn to this program by accident. That's right, it was on purpose because you want to talk about the Bible and you know it. And if you want to talk about the Bible, theology, Christian living, or apologetics, the station to do that is here on WLQV, 1500 AM, on the Bible Talk program, always following that dynamic personality uh, and very informed uh, uh, journalist, I might say, run to win with our uh, one of the best uh, persons that you can ever have in radio talking to you about those particular subjects, Daryl Wood. Number to call here is area code 866-423-9578, where it is open air Monday. And of course, as I'm waiting for your calls, I'm just going to have some monologues going on, uh, talking about some things that are, well, actually talking about something I picked up at a health food store. Yeah. Uh, You know, and I'm shocked at how much the health uh, food store, rather than just selling food, they get into religion. And, you know, the one religion they leave alone basically is Christianity. But Buddhism and everything is open game. So I'll be giving you some of that. Uh, And you can comment on that or you can ask your very own questions here on Bible Talk. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's talk to uh, my friend from Detroit, McCoy. How you doing, McCoy? Um, I'm doing fine. (laughs) Great, buddy. Good to hear from you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great to hear you, Pastor Mark. All right. I got a slight little cold or something. Who doesn't have who doesn't have one? Maybe we should name it and claim it and get rid of it. Just name it. <laughs> Just yeah, call it. Hey, yeah. If it would work, I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's on your mind? I have two I got two short questions. Okay. The first question is where I had a scripture right now, but I I'm pretty much you know what I'm talking about. It says, if any man defiles the temple, uh, him shall God destroy. What, is, what directly or specifically mean, or what are you talking about defiles the temple? Okay, so your answer is, what does uh, the uh, part about uh, defiling the uh, the temple mean? Right. Well, you're right. You're over in First Corinthians in your chapter 3. 
Well, at verse 15, it says, If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so is by fire. Uh, know you not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you, right? So here, he's talking about the fact that our you uh, are the temple of God. He's focusing on our bodies in this sense, uh, and what we do with them, basically. Verse 17, if any man defile the temple of God, and that is how you are uh, handling yourself in this body, in this world, right? If any man defiled the temple of God, that would be through fornication, through evil living in general, right? If any man defiled the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Yeah. So that's what he's really dealing with. It's talking about uh, living our lives in a way to please God uh, versus the way to displease him. And uh, definitely, you know, you face judgment for sinning against a holy God. Okay. Well, I kind of remember it was along that line, but I wasn't sure. I thought it might have been something that kind of like, oh, not as simple as that. And thought thought it might have been something else, you know. Um, the second question was now we we have to come to how we had these little debates sometimes. There's uh, one pastor friend of mine who was wondering, well, he was making the claim about a person living a very long time, um, like eighty or ninety years, never. A surrender to God, believing that salvation has been offered to him um, many a times out of the 80 or 90 years. He just never accepted it. Mm-hmm. And the scripture that says, um, where God says, uh, I will laugh at you when your calamity comes. Mm-hmm. And so I disagree with him. I, I didn't mean I would disagree with him about laughing. Because I remember reading the scripture where it says, "If any man come to me, in no way I can't stop." Yeah, but in, but in this case, say, though, yeah, but in this case, he didn't say anything about the person coming to him. He just said the guy, you know, kept on sinning, didn't he? Well, did he, well, he's saying, yeah, but this is what he's saying. He said he lived eighty or ninety years. Now his body is all. He can't do nothing for God. Like he's useless, you know, and. Now, all of a sudden, now he wants to accept salvation. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, I think God was still accepting, you know, I think because when salvation was first presented to me, I didn't accept it. Well, well it came to me like three or four times. Well, to be honest with you, you're absolutely right. At any time when a person repents, if it's true repentance, God is going to receive right. it. Uh, we know that from Luke 23 and the uh, thief on the cross. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, so right, he's a very right. merciful That's, guy. I gave him that. I, I, I told him that. What did he, he say? Just, and you know, people I can pass him off. I don't understand it. I really don't. You're supposed to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and you're trying to tell me. I said, this is based upon a heart condition of true repentance, as you see it. No, I, I want to know. And he still what did he say said, about I, the, what, what did he say about the scripture you gave him? Luke 23, the uh, thief on the cross. Oh, he didn't answer to that. He didn't. He didn't. Well, well, here's the thing. Then that, you know what? You know what that proves. But you know what that proves. Okay, yeah. What did he say? This is what he said. He says, "Yeah, but that's different. That's not like somebody who lived a very long time and now they're no use for God at all because their body is like uh, how can you say you're in a wheelchair or you 
just can't bear any wounds, can't do anything. I said, but you can see it all move your mouth, I believe, you know. <laughs> no, he did not. He did not give. He did not give you a good answer at all. Yeah, right. Because it's got nothing to do no, with I time. I wasn't satisfied. No, well, it doesn't. It, but the bottom line is, it doesn't satisfy the biblical requirement. It doesn't matter uh, as far as the uh, thief was concerned. Those were his last moments. Whether you have many years or short years, the important thing right. is: is your repentance. Uh, sincere. If it's sincere, then uh, it falls in the category of John chapter 3, right? Where clearly it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So if you believe in him and sincerely do, even at the last moments of your uh, life, whether short or long, you're going to be in heaven. If not, then it's the other place. But definitely, he can't be the judge of that. And Luke 23 actually is the key scripture that uh, if he denies that, then it's time to stop talking. Yeah, well, it's time for me to stop <laughs> having a conversation with him about the Bible because this person leans to their own understanding too much outside of Scripture. And, and that's his and choice. he's got too many ifs and too many there you go. that. And, you know, I just like, okay. But, but that's his so choice to do wanted... so. And, uh, and also what we need to recognize as well, that there does come a limit, a biblical limit, on how long we should talk to a person about things in the Bible. A lot of people don't understand this, but it says over in Titus chapter 3, verse 9, but avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, which are unprofitable in vain. Then verse 10, a man that is a heretic after the first, after the first and second admonition reject, knowing mm-hmm. that he that is such is subverted in sins, being condemned of himself. So people have a right to believe what they want to. The only thing that no, we can ask them to do is believe in the Bible. Burning in sand, and that something that has to do with your thought process? He said what now? When you said in Titus, he said subverted in sins. Uh, is that including your thought process? Well, it says that. I'm going by the way this guy thinks. He thinks totally. What, what, you what, know, I, I even told him, he, he challenged me about God thinks. I said, God don't have to think. He knows everything. Well, well, God Why says, have to think? God does talk about his thoughts. So God thinks. Yeah, that's no problem. Um, I, but I was talking about in the human sense well, that he said, well, God thinks about you. I said, well, God already knows all about you. He said, I know your thoughts are far off. Yeah. So I'm like, he, I, I just, you know, I'm getting, my flesh started to rise fast. Well, well that's the problem. Don't let your flesh rise. It's not about all that. <laughs> You, I right, try always right. to stay objective and don't, don't get angry, but do realize this. Yeah. Don't waste your time either, because Titus 3 and 10 is clear. A man that is a heretic after the first and second admonition reject. If they want to believe it, let them believe it. All you can do is show them what you believe according to the Bible and demand that what they have comes from the Bible as well. McCoy. Thanks for talking to me, my friend. I look to talk to you anytime. Uh, number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Yes, you guessed it. This is Open Air Monday. Your turn, your time to talk to me about anything that you want in the Bible, in church history, in theology. And, of course, Monday Night Bible Study tonight at 7 o'clock, where we will be looking at uh, Justin Peters dealing with false teachers in the church, where you will be able to look on the screen and hear false teachers saying the 
most outrageous things that you can imagine. That's at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries tonight, 10709 Grand River at Oakman. We look for you to be there with Bible in your hand as uh, we will watch that. And also, I'll be dealing with some of the uh, objections that are made to Christology, the teaching that Jesus is the only incarnation of God. But we're going to go to the phone lines now and talk to uh, Angela from Royal Oak. Hello, Angela. Oh, hey, Pastor. How you doing? Real good. How are you doing, young lady? Okay. Well, I just have to talk about something um, when I'm seeing the news. I guess regarding Kobe Bryant, I guess uh, um, I just worship him, you know. I know that um, I guess Gail King and Oprah Winfrey getting attacked and death threats and all that stuff. But is it wrong to speak out against Kobe Bryant about his past? I mean, is it wrong to worship somebody as an idol? I mean, well, in answer to your last question, we shouldn't worship anybody but God. All right, uh-huh. so that's off the table. The only one we worship is God. Uh-huh. I think we should respect right. people that do great things. And, and I do think sometimes, Angela, to be honest, that we give too much uh, accolades to uh, sports stars who really, they're not mm-hmm. like heroes, they're entertainers. What they do is great, but, you know, and, I, and definitely we should fear the loss of anyone. But I think sometimes we might give too much adoration to them. Now, but in terms of it, uh, to talk about his past uh, and the court case and all the uh, uh, the sexual charge and that that was brought against him, mm-hmm. I agree with those who say at this time, that's not something to talk about. I mean, right, right after a person dies, all right, and the charges were dismissed against him, then uh, his, 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 children, his children survived the death of one of their siblings. His wife is still grieving. And you're going to talk about that? No. It's not that it shouldn't be talked about, but not now. People should be able to grieve without that kind of stuff coming up, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, but yeah. I, I feel a little sorry for Gail King. I guess Oprah, she, she was crying on TV last Friday. Well, yeah. I guess she began begging death threats and stuff. You know? well, well, what happens is I heard what uh, uh, Snoop Dogg said, but I doubt right. mm-hmm. if people are, listen, they got a lot of money. I don't think anybody's going to be able to. <laughs> Slip up on them and shoot them, but uh, but uh, but still, but we, you know, but we have sometimes a very callous kind of uh, uh, news people who just will talk about anything, and really they just hadn't thought it through. All they can do is apologize. But definitely, there right. should be certain things that are off limits uh, after somebody uh, dies and the family's still grieving. In fact, uh, and I don't definitely I don't go by everything Snoop says, but he said something important <laughs> that. He said, he said that those kids might not even be even known about it. And the first place they're going to find out about it after their father dies is on the news? No. It should have been something mm-hmm. that should not have been done. It'll die down. Uh, but maybe. Yeah, but Snoop claimed to be a Christian, you know, and saying that you're going to come for them. I, I, cannot, I cannot judge anybody's heart. And Angela, mm-hmm. don't you do that. Mm-hmm. If someone said, okay. and only if someone actually. Uh, uh, gives you absolute evidence that they don't want anything to do with Christ, be careful. You can't judge somebody's heart. Uh, If you would have met the Apostle Peter, uh, he had kind of a tension tantrum. If you'd run into one of them, you might not have thought he was a Christian back in the day. Be careful. Be careful. Don't judge anybody. Just if they say they're a Christian, unless you have some ironclad proof that they're not, just leave it alone, okay? But what about Kobe's parents? I mean, nobody cares about them. Are they going to go to the funeral? I mean... If well, someone reached out to them, that's to be the Christian thing to well, do. I'm, reach sure, out to I'm them sure too. people have. Uh, we don't know how many pe- uh, people have or haven't. But all we do know is this. Uh, the newscast that was done, I don't think that the woman meant any harm, but she did go in an area she should not have after the passing right. of someone and everybody's mourning. So I, I thank you, Angela, for that call. Got me in a little bit into, you know, maybe the political arena. But, but Bible talk, 
We talk about anything. We want to talk about the Bible. But anything on your mind, we'll deal with, because I have a way of bringing it back to the Word. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We'll be right back. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. They say the best is yet to come, but to help make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. Start by tuning in to the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett every Saturday at 1. Rick helps simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett of Barnett Financial and Tax every Saturday at 1. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. A young, handsome man with a great voice named Luke will be taking your calls. And he's ready for you right now, got a bright smile on his face, but he needs to work. We'll be going to Paul in just a second. Paul in Clinton Township, you hang on. Just want to announce something. Make sure that you're at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries this Sunday at 11 o'clock if you want to hear a message that will really get you thinking. First of all, I would going to be talking. The title of the sermon is this, The Theology No One Likes. There is a theological position that is biblical, solidly biblical, 
that you rarely hear preached and that nobody likes. You can find out what that is Sunday at our 11 o'clock service. It's Strictly Biblical. Also, in that same message, I will be talking about, and listen to this, the lie of generational curses. The lie of generational curses. I can prove to you from the Bible that there are no such things as generational curses. Uh, Even though there's a lot of books out on the market about it, and you might have one of those books. I'm going to blow away the information concerning them as we look at what the Bible really has to say about generational curses and the theology that no one likes. That's Sunday at the 11 o'clock service at Strictly Biblical 10709 Grand River at Oakman. If any, there was a time to visit Strictly with a Bible in your hand, it's now. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Paul in Clinton Township. Hello, Paul. Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you, sir? Real good. Thank you for calling. Hey, here's a question for you. Yeah. Um, Who... You know, I, I'm looking at Calvinism and Armenianism and all this stuff, I, and I can't make heads or tails of it. <laughs> Who are the elect? <laughs> the, the elect in the Old Testament, you would say there were Jews. And the elect in the New Testament, you would say were probably the same people. So how do you know when you're reading the text whether you're, you, know, you know you're thinking about the elect? Can you give me any insight on this? Well, one thing for sure, all the elect comprises all of those who have been elected or chosen by God. So that would be uh, one thing, whether it's Jew, Gentile, doesn't matter. If you have been chosen by God, then in fact, all of the saved based upon the Bible, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, is very clear where it says, this is Ephesians 1 and 4, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Yeah, so that decision was made uh, uh, by God from the very beginning. So the elect are those who've been chosen by God uh, for salvation. What's your next question? Because I know it's more to it so, than that. So, right, exactly. So you, 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 if God so loved the world that uh-huh. he gave his only son, mm-hmm. does that mean that only— that he created people with only certain or knowing that only certain people were going to be saved and everybody else were going to be damned to hell. There you go. Now we're putting the button. All right. Here becomes the problem, (laughs) right? Here's the problem. Uh, How could people be uh, foreordained uh, uh, to go to hell or heaven? Uh, But it's not just based upon foreordination and foreknowledge. Since God already knew who they were, how could they have choice, right? Yeah, that seems to be the problem. All right. Well, that's the thing. And here's the thing about it. It's too deep for us, Paul. <laughs> the people who are trying to get you to argue about this, they're in the same place you are. How God, he's a sovereign God. He knows all, but at the same time, uh, he, he, we know that he has an elect chosen from the foundation of the world. Like it says in Ephesians uh, 1 and 4, it's very clear. It's like looking at the outside of a door that says, if you want to be saved, come in. You say, hey, I'll do that. You go through the door and you look back and it says, uh, you're saved. I knew you would do it. But we didn't know we were going to do it before we did it. God is so, his sovereignty is so great. till he is a God who, even though he knows what we're going to do, okay, 
and knows what our choice will be, and he will honor that choice, still he says we have free choice. Now, only thing we can't understand is how we get free choice in a scenario like that. But clearly, we know that we ha- would have to be able to, but for a number of reasons. One, and I'm going to give you the uh, uh, the short answer. There is a longer one. But first of all, it would really tear to pieces uh, John, the Gospel of John, and other passages as well. But John uh, 1 and uh, uh, 12, for instance, right, where it says in uh, first in St. John chapter 1, verse 12, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Yeah. You, and 14 as well, right? So you've got yep, to yep. believe. This is, this is uh, St. John one twelve, though. Uh, you have to believe. Okay? So you have a choice to believe or not. Now, if we say that everything is determined by God, then, uh, you know, and that's what I call extreme Calvinism. I think— Then we're just—then we're robots. Well, no, yeah, that's right. We're robots. And not only that, here's the mo- most dangerous part of the extreme Calvinism. And by the way, some people like Norm Geisler, uh, in his books, uh, when he was alive, uh, he, uh, he wrote— that extreme Calvinism, uh, even Calvin didn't believe that. He, he, he didn't go that far. Now, notice this in Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 is where it shows us how careful we have to be with this. In Acts chapter 2, verse 22, it says, You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Now listen to this, verse 23, right? And I'm right with you, Paul. It says, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. Look at that. He was delivered by the determinate counsel. God, this is what God chose to do. The only way for man to be saved, God says, uh, his counsel and his foreknowledge. Okay? Okay? So, first of all, we know that the death of Christ, okay, was predetermined, foreknown, and foreordained, Right? But yes, then yes. the verse doesn't end there. It says, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands. This is deep, brother. You have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Now, how could they, uh, how could their hands be wicked if they had no what? Yeah, if they didn't have any free will, right? They had to have a choice. <laughs> if they did not have a choice, then God made them do it. God didn't make yep, them. They do. couldn't be guilty either, right? That's right, and therefore they couldn't be guilty. And that's the big p- problem with the extreme Calvinism. We just have to accept the fact. That's why I don't get into debates with it with them, those who think they know it. But there's uh, there's too many things that uh, just challenge it. He, this verse, there's other verses we could deduce. In fact, I'll do a well, program I, dedicated to it uh, 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 in the future too for us. But this one here, okay. You see that? Being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. So definitely, just like That's God right. couldn't make someone get saved and then make someone be evil to go to, uh, to hell, uh, here, these folks had to do it. He was not in those crucifiers who crucified. He wasn't guiding them to do that. Yes, yes. Well, I had a, I've got a good brother of mine that I, I asked about this because I go, you know, there, I see good arguments on both sides of this mess. And he says, Paul, do you know you're elect? I go, yeah. 
And he says, then what's the problem? Well, that does make, a, make it, but it's just something that we can't understand. God's sovereignty yeah. is too much. Uh, just like here, we know this over in Romans 8, uh, 29. Uh, we, we, we know what it's based on. We know what his uh, election and all this is based on, where it says, for him whom he foreknew, he also did he predestinated. predestined. So both of those work together in a way that we don't understand. Okay. So all we can say is he's, he's more powerful than us, but definitely to say that man has no choice denies scripture. Well, the thing about it is, is that he offers it to everybody. And there you go. You, whether, you, whether you accept it or not, I guess it's up to you, even though he knows it, right? And, and not only that, in one scripture I guess I should uh, uh, give you to, there's a whole bunch of scriptures uh, on this, which uh, uh, just uh, actually we, we have to be humble before it. Because, you know, the, uh, uh, the extreme Calvinists want to say he only died for the, uh, for the elect, he only died for the, uh, for the saved people. But over in uh, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9, and there's just too many scriptures to get around to support uh, the kind of extreme view uh, that we hear so much. It says in Hebrews 2 and 9, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering yes. of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. He, right. taste, he tasted death for every man, but the only ones who will be in heaven are those who receive that death. We'll repent and accept it. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Very good. Thank you, my friend. I, I, I got it. Thank you so much for your insight, sir. All right. Appreciate you always. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss here on the Bible Talk program, where at uh, 7 o'clock I will be at Strictly Biblical with Bible in hand. Going to talk a little bit about the deity of Christ, dealing with some of the objections uh, concerning it. And then... Uh, looking at Justin Peters, who is going to present false teachers, teaching error, and uh, all you got to do is sit down, and you'll be shocked at the things that you hear. Located 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River at Oakman, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. That number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. And man, I'm so happy. I don't know if Luke is. I'm happy because we got at least 30 minutes left. And Luke, even though he's working like a dog, he says he's happy too. Because you love this program, don't you, Luke? All right, tell the folks how much you like the Bible Talk program. It's my favorite show on the planet. Wow. You and Daryl, the three, four hitters in the lineup, you can't beat it. All right. All right. Y'all heard it from Luke. All right, I'm going to have to keep paying him that check. I gave him a check about $50 a week for that. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, that comes right from his heart. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let me get my good friend Gary on the phone. Hello, Gary. How you doing? Yes, uh, Pastor Moss. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was going to change. I have to change uh, what I'm talking about. Number one, the love of God is powerful. He knows the thoughts and intents of every heart. He also knows the people that never heard about him. If you look at Asia, it wasn't until after 1800 that Pentecostal missionaries get there. Uh-huh. But the thing is, the love of God, God in Mark 16, he said, He that believeth and is baptized should be saved, uh-huh. and he that believeth not should be damned. Yeah. Number one, the Lord taught that we're supposed to love God with all our heart, our soul, our strength, and our mind, mm-hmm. and love our neighbor as ourselves. Right. And then in Revelation 20, it says there'll be some saved for, for their works. 
See, God has a plan, but not everybody knows that plan. And not everybody knows the true ministry or, the, or has a Bible in their language or a preacher to preach to them. Mm-hmm. So how is God going to judge people? He says he knows the thoughts and intents of every heart. But we do know in the Bible it says the devil blinded man's understanding so they could not understand. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. So God has a bigger plan than most Christians know about. If you look in Revelation chapter 3 through 8, there's five groups going to heaven. And the largest would be the great crowd that missed the rapture. So if people would be honest and study Revelation the way it was written and it's written in order, then people will find out that God's going to save more people. Well, I agree with you. A lot of people are going to be saved. Uh, people shouldn't think that uh, definitely that it ends. Uh, salvation ends after the rapture because it doesn't. There still will be people uh, during the time of the tribulation. In fact, we know because there's an angel in Revelation 14 that is preaching the everlasting gospel. Uh, so, therefore, people can still be saved during that particular time. And uh, definitely, salvation is based upon uh, the, you know, believing in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so, uh, yep, no problem. No problem with it, Gary. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Moss here on the Bible Talk program. Open for any question you have about the Word of God. All you've got to do is call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Also, to let you listeners know, I do perform pastoral counseling. I'm a pastoral counselor. Uh, and I've been doing pastoral counseling for many years. Uh, I'm not a licensed psychologist. I am a licensed pastor, though, uh, with a background, having worked on a psychiatric unit for over, in fact, more than one, for over 15 years, and a human relations counselor and instructor in the military for 23 years, dealing with all kinds of problems, drug and alcohol abuse. Uh, God brought me through all of that, I guess, to uh, just uh, equip me better to be able to do my pastoral counseling uh, job. Uh, And so uh, definitely marriage and family counseling, I do that, personal counseling, uh, and then biblical counseling. I've had a lot of people come to me because they have questions about the Bible that they want to work out in a counseling session. So if you want to talk to me uh, and you're not a member of Strictly Biblical, you still can come. All you've got to do is give a call to area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. And talk to Elmira or possibly Thelma. Either of them could answer the phone, probably Elmira. And they'll set you up. My appointments are on Wednesday. There's no certain fee that I charge, but I do ask for you just to give a donation from your heart. Uh, for support. But uh, just call area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270 if you need pastoral counseling from me, uh, and I will make myself available to you. Number to call here is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If you have a question of any kind, this is Open Air Monday. Your turn, your time to call with whatever questions or problems that are on your mind. We are ready for you. And I hope that you're looking forward to a Relationship Wednesday where me and Sister Moss will be going at it once again. And it's so good to have that program. I do that program with her. Uh, And she has a lot of valuable things that she can suggest uh, for women. She really has a heart for women. Uh, and and then uh, a heart for women in distress. So you will want to listen to our Relationship Wednesday program and also come to our Women Building Women program every third uh, 
uh, Friday of the month, of each and every month. We have Men Building Men and Women Building Women. We encourage you to come to those. You'll enjoy it. Uh, Men Building Men are going to be dealing with the church, politics, and the world. Uh, And women, uh, they're dealing with all kinds of subjects, and they have a great, wonderful speaker. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. Well, dignity is um, the right of a person to be valued and respected um, for their own sake and to be treated uh, ethically. Every human life, from conception to natural death, has intrinsic worth and value because we're all image bearers of God. Johnny Erickson Tata on Focus on the Family Minute. The English word, I think, means worthiness, but if you really want to understand human dignity, we got to go right back to the Bible because we are created in the image of a God who values life. I mean, look at Jesus. Look what he said of himself. I am the prince of life. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I have the words to life. He's all about life. Life is so precious. And because we are stamped in his image, we are to treat each other with respect and human dignity. You'll hear more inspiration from Johnny about life at all stages at FamilyMinute.org. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And our phone lines are open so you can call in. We've got about maybe 15, maybe possibly 20, if old Luke is nice, to get on the air. 
So call. Our phone lines are open right now. So if you've had trouble getting through, you should be able to get through if you call right now. That number is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Uh, Theology, Christian living, church history. You may agree or disagree with me. Uh, As long as we talk to each other with respect, we can talk. So give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Well, I went to the uh, health food store today uh, just to get something for my wife that she loves. Sister Moss loves those gummy bears. Yes, she does. And so I go to buy them for her. She likes the organic kind. So, you know, I just can't go to any store. Oh, no, 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 no. I've got to go to the special health food uh, store uh, to get it. And so when you go in, you know, there was a free magazine that you could pick up, right? And it's a magazine. It's called Body, Mind, and Spirit Guide. Now, I said, goodness gracious, Body, Mind, and Spirit? What does that have to do with uh, health? Well, it says for a healthy body, an enlightened mind, and a renewed spirit. I said, "Uh uh-oh. And then when I looked at the bottom of it even more, articles on horoscopes. I said, okay, now... I see that we've left behind any discussion of just health. Uh, In other words, this uh, becomes a vehicle for getting you into talking to uh, talking about religion and definitely not just Christianity. Uh, Then they have a clairvoyant uh, that are advertised in this magazine and psychic mediums. So that's that's just in a friendly health food store. Right. Uh, And they make statements like this uh, where it says, uh, the international, uh, the international best-selling author Richard Lawrence believes we have been visited by cosmic intelligences throughout our history. Among them, he says, are some of the greatest spiritual icons ever to be born upon Earth. Here, he reveals the cosmic plan behind the coming to Earth of these avatars and gods, gods, right, polytheism, right, from past millennia to the present day. You shall behold your brothers, and he has a quote, I guess, coming from some kind of other gods. You shall behold your brothers in the celestial region. They have reached it before you. Indeed, you shall see all of them there with Krishna, right? Shades of Hinduism with Krishna. These words were spoken by the god Indra, according to the ancient Hebrew texts, the Mahabharata. Wow, that in a health food store. I'm looking for gummy bears. (laughs) <laughs> and this is what you can find. Now, the devil's everywhere. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Got Mike and Crystal on the line. Uh, we're going to get to both of you. Let's go to Mike first in Macomb. Hello, Mike. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you, Pastor Moss? Good, good. What is on your mind? Well, you know, I've been a Christian a long time. I believe I'm saved. I believe I'm going to go to heaven when I die. But how do you know if the Holy Spirit is upon you? I mean, how do you know? Is it something you feel? I mean, I feel I'm guided every once in a while, but is there is there a change, a transformation? Is it upon you? Do you, do you have the Holy Spirit? Oh, yeah. Well, the fact is, you know, you must uh, have the Holy Spirit to be saved. And of course, well, it's how do you something... know if it's there? Well, here's what it says in Romans eight sixteen. It says the Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So the Spirit itself bears witness to it. And I'll tell you this: when I got saved, I was fourteen years old. And I want to tell you something, uh, Mike. 
uh, as soon as I had accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior and, uh, uh, and then was baptized, uh, I knew I was saved. I knew it. In fact, what I could tell was the change in my life. The things that I used to do began to disappear and become less important to me. I had a lot of doubt and low self-esteem because I was thinking too much about myself. But now I'm out of myself and I put my uh, hands in the hands of Jesus. My life was totally changed. Now, I didn't become perfect right away. You know, you still have things you have to work through. But I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I was born again and I was a Christian. And I know that the only way that could happen is based upon uh, the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. And then another thing happened to me from Romans 8 and verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And I could see how, by praying every night, that God was leading me in certain ways. Uh, in fact, even uh, uh, I left one school and went to another school and ran into a Bible teacher who transformed my whole life. And I looked back on it, and I said, all of that was the work of God. Once I got saved. So, no, uh, well, you know, and then, I, you know, I did speak in tongues, but that was much later. I was, I was saved at the age of 14 and absolutely knew it. My interest in the Bible, I could understand the Bible. I started going to church. All those things were evidence, in fact, that I had been, I was a new creature in Christ. Well, that, then, then I must have the Holy Spirit upon me because all those things you say of you are true of me, too. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are the things. The real thing, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Yeah, that's what does it. Not some special gift or something. Now, you can, the gifts are there, but you're, you know you're saved the moment. I mean, it's almost like asking a person, how do I know I took a bath? Well, when you come out the water, you know, you, you're going to be cleaner than you were before you went in it. And it's just a fact. Well, there's, there's no question. I knew when I was saved. I Absolutely. knew that was it. My, I mean, my life changed completely. Yeah. I mean, you know, people have seen that in me. Let me can I ask you one more question? Sure, you may, sir. Has the Almighty ever spoken you have you ever heard his voice no not audibly i'm not saying that a person could okay. not but i never okay. have now i've had some me, strange me things i've had some strange things happen to me before uh, me where <laughs> i just knew god was was close uh, and i'm not the kind of person who you know i'm definitely not a, a, a confession like the word faith movement where i declare you're going to be this or that i just pray for people either they you know right. god heals them or he doesn't right. god takes some people home but i'll never forget <clears throat> Uh, this one woman who was just, I mean, you know, when I saw her, I mean, she had tubes everywhere, okay? And I was there with her companion, and something just came over me, and I told him, and this is something rarely I do, uh, but I told him, you know, I don't think that she's going to die. Something tells me she's going to pull through. I'm just telling you, wow. I have so much confidence uh, of this, and I, and I told uh, the, the person that, and I mean, she came through with flying colors. But I've never really Beautiful. felt that in other times when I've prayed, even though people have gotten healed. But mm-hmm. So sometimes God can, can move uh, and, and, and bring a message out of you. It's not something for me that's happened right. often. But definitely there's some things that when I look back at my life, uh, Mike, I know God led me. I mean, everything that I oh, did from absolutely. joining the military yeah. to, and then when I got in the military, yes. I worked with chaplains. Uh, it's just amazing. Yeah. God, good little guy, well, Christian. so much for... Thanks so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. It turns out Nancy Pelosi was right on one thing. The Democrats should not have pursued impeachment in an election year. Now President Trump has won on both the law and the politics of the impeachment battle. 
The 2020 election will again be about turning out a candidate's base rather than winning the middle. Trump especially has devoted himself fully to turning out and winning his base. Meanwhile, the Democrats, split between progressives and moderates, are still looking for their base. Without question, the Democrats' move to impeach the president has stirred up Trump's base more than theirs. The Trump team successfully argued that the relatively weak impeachment case brought in an election year was in effect an effort to take away the people's vote. On the heels of impeachment, the president's approval rating is up. Democrats now pay a high price for their political miscalculation. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. A great preacher said that all trials serve two purposes, to better acquaint you with your own sinful heart and to draw you closer to your Lord and Savior. The question is, how do you stay focused on the positive aspects of trials when the end of your suffering is nowhere in sight? John MacArthur's current study can help. Join him as he looks at benefiting from life's trials on the next Grace to You. So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace to You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, talking about my trip to the health uh, food store, where I got introduced once again to the kingdom of the occult, but also dealing with your calls, and going to go to Troy and talk to Crystal. Hello, Crystal. Crystal, are you with us? Crystal? Yes, hi, Dr. Moss. Uh, yes, not doctor, but I'll Hi. take it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you should call me a master's. I do have a master's degree, so. <laughs> okay, I just uh, wonder, could you expound on this right here? Um, I don't know a lot about it, but I keep hearing it, so I wanted to see if you could share or just give a little clarity on it uh, where I've heard people saying we as African Americans are Jews or some say Israelites. Can you speak on that? It's not true. 
But the threat is now that uh, blacks can become Jews. Uh, you know, Sammy Davis mm-hmm. Jr. was Jewish. We need to recognize right. that basically the, the mix-up, first of all, is in a basic misunderstanding of, uh, uh, of race. Uh, the Jews are more a people than a race. Uh, mm-hmm. They are, were created by God based upon the Bible. Uh, you can mm-hmm. become a Jew. Okay? Uh, especially through the uh, rite of circumcision and being invited into uh, uh, the Jewish religion. So in terms of the blacks being the original Jews and all of that sort of thing, uh, there's right. no real proof of that in the Bible. And then, if, uh, even if it were true, what difference would it make? Right, exactly, because yeah. yeah. I was basing it off of, it's in Timothy when he's, Paul talking about, in other words, don't get so caught up in genealogies <laughs> and fables. I'm glad you knew it. So what, I don't... what it be when it's neither Jew or Greek, black or white, yeah. or the, so, so, we all want so in the you, body of Christ. So you got it. You got the key scripture. You save yourself a lot of, of, of trouble by going just to that place because he tells okay. you it's a waste of time. Nobody's saved by studying genealogies. They're just not. And so that's the problem. Right. In fact, uh, really... Yeah, uh, people need to be careful. Talking to the black Hebrew Israelites, uh, they will bring you down so many rabbit holes uh, that it's amazing. What, what I always ask them is this. What, uh, by me, uh, becoming a black Hebrew Israelite is going to add mm-hmm. anything to my faith? And there's exactly. nothing they can say, all right? Because there's nothing that it can add to your faith at all. Not, not anything, okay? And then we have to realize this, and here's, the, and here's the one verse, there's a number of them that brings them down, Crystal, here okay. in uh, mm-hmm. Galatians chapter 2, verse 28. This is, the, this is the one that just, I mean, it hits like William Tell or Robin Hood hitting the target, where it says, okay. in, <laughs> where it says like in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28, there, uh, in fact, I started verse 27, for as many of you as have been baptized unto Christ have put on Christ. Boom. Then verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Boom. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. So, so the second part of it, do you know what group is teaching that? And oh, I the, just wanted to know. The Hebrew Israelites. And it's a number salvation. of them. Yeah, there's an, a Pardon? number there's, there's the Hebrew Israelites, and there's a number of them. Some are like more more political. Some are those who follow the law uh, and want to go back to Jewish practices. Uh, some uh, want to believe in Jesus, but then insist that you have to be uh, black to be a part of their group. But the Bible tears it to pieces, not only here in 28, but also in 29. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. As far as God is concerned, all of us are one. There is nothing about becoming a black Hebrew Israelite that can add to your faith at all. And I've never had one of them who was able to answer that question. They want to talk about all this history and genealogy. Right. And the bottom line is, I'm a Christian. And uh, in fact, that's the title, First uh, Peter 4, uh, 4.16, Christians were called. There's no place in there right. where the Christians were called black Hebrew Israelites. So uh, uh, if, you, if you give some scriptures to them, these are the ones who puts, uh, that put something on their mind. All that other stuff is just a bunch of trivia that they go into. It's like the wasted genealogy. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, amen to that. Because I was wondering, uh, would you know if they even trying to teach on salvation? Why they so busy teaching on the heritage? There you go. Because nothing about your heritage, your skin, your ethnic group. Right. Jesus even said in John six sixty three, the flesh profits nothing. It doesn't profit right. you oh. anything at all. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You answered that real nice and clear. Thank you so much. All right. Well, always trying to be crystal clear on the Bible Talk program. Uh, And goodness gracious, uh, beware when you go to the health food place uh, what you get. There's some stuff. In fact, I don't have much time, but but listen to this. Uh, They were talking about, they were trying, and this is, I got this, what is it, body, mind, and spirit from the uh, health food store. Nothing about, you know, exercise. (laughs) They're talking about religion. And uh, they're trying to compare, they're trying to compare Buddha to Jesus. Okay, so here they go. Here's their attempt. They're trying to compare Buddha to Jesus. They say, and this is in this, uh, this magazine, that you can get free from there. It is written that the mother of the Lord Buddha, Queen Maya, also dreamt that she would be a divine birth. Okay, so see that? They're taking uh, uh, Christianity, going into the Gospel of Luke, looking at the virgin birth, and saying that actually Buddha had the same experience. Okay, And, and there are a lot of people who believe that. They believe that, um, uh, that uh, uh, Jesus... Uh, uh, that what we see in the New Testament was borrowed from other religions. Okay, and that's where they get this kind of stuff from. It says, Queen Maya also dreamt that this would be a divine birth. Uh, it so concerned her, I'm sorry, so concerned was her husband that his son would pursue the spiritual destiny which had been foretold by court astrologers that he tried to shield him from all contact. Now, the thing is this. Concerning the divine birth narrative of Buddha, here's how he was born. Uh, Queen Maya had a dream. And in that dream, a white elephant entered into her side. That was the virgin birth of Queen Maya who produced Buddha. In a dream, a white elephant entered into her side. Um, so therefore, when people tell me that, you know, actually Christianity borrows from these other religions, I always ask them things. In fact, all you have to do is study the other religions to know and to be able to easily prove that that is not so. Because I always ask them, well, where was the uh, white elephant in the New Testament account? It doesn't have it. Okay? So, in fact, all of the scenarios where they say that Christianity borrowed from other religions, all of them break down, break down Big time. These are the kinds of things that we talk about in Strictly Biblical uh, and other things as well, Christian living. We try to cover everything in the Bible. But right now you hear that music, I'm sad, but Luke is glad. He's got to take a break. And you guys have to get in your car and head to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries right away. Remember, if you enjoy this program, send donations to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Bootcamp Ministries. God bless you. See you next time. Boot Camp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.